What's up, people? It's your boy, Random Joe. Tactical nuke incoming! It's your boy, Mike Nuke, a.k.a. Nukem. And we are... Opinions of some Average Bros. Without further ado, let's get to the show. Yes, sir. <laughs> it's me too going too far. Like, are the lines getting blurred between certain behaviors and things that are called assault, sexual assault, and harassment and things of that nature? Are things that two to three years ago wasn't sexual assault being called that now because we're in a sensitive climate and people have a different mindset of philosophies about certain behaviors. First of all, I want to see what you think about it, Mike. What I first off, any sexual assault or anything is bad, uh, and it's something that should be serious, like no matter the, the circumstance, but. With what's been going on lately, with you've been here with like all these cases with like uh, Bill Cosby. Well, I mean, I'm gonna use Bill Cosby for example, because you know, yeah, there was some ladies coming out saying, "Oh, he did this, he did that, he did this." But like, what would make me question? What made me? I was already questioning it before, but what really made me question was like some of their stories weren't adding up, and then like. Janice Dickerson, she fucking fabricated her story. And admitted to and, it later on. And she admitted to it. So it's just like, if she did that, it makes me think like, who else was fabricating? Or they just keep they just keep pressing on the lie to try to get something out of it? Also, it's like, different like, times. Like stuff that was cool in right. the 70s, not cool now. I wasn't in the 70s. But from what I know about the 70s through history, through movies and documentaries, almost everybody that had sex in the 70s was hot off something. And um, yes. a lot of those ladies was telling stories about Bill. And in those stories, based on what they said, if you read the transcripts, they went and asked Bill, did he have some pills? Right. And he gave it to them. And they took it. Exactly. Then they got it on it's just like now if a girl come to you, hey man, you got some weed? She smoked the weed, then you smash. Did you fucking rape her? You feel me? It's like no. it's like back in that day, drugs and sex was just part of the interaction. Exactly. And now though, it's frowned upon to have sex with somebody that did drugs. But you taking 70s lifestyle. And it applied in the 2018-19-20 morals and societal adjustments. And that's where the conflict comes into place. Exactly. Like, uh, like you said, like back in the day, you know, doing drugs, it was it was it was a common thing. Like there was nothing. It was just something regular. Oh, and uh, who said it best was Eddie Griffin, the comedian. He was just like back in the day. I was, like he was old enough to remember that when people go to parties, like they go out or a club back in the day, just like how we do today. Back then, to keep the high going, what they do? Pop a quaalude. They pop a quaalude. It keeps the high going, and so 
everybody just be chilling and whatever happens happens with like somebody walk like, up to you literally like, ask you do hey, you got something you got some and you pop it in her hand and you fuck her later excuse my language but you had sex with her later and that didn't mean you plotted or manipulated on her she asked for the drugs no. she to her. it's just like now if a girl asks you for a shot of Hennessy you get her a shot of Hennessy she asked for another one you give her another shot Later on that night, y'all making out. You had Hennessy, she had Hennessy. Kind of like, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> what's really going on? But, but like exactly. I say, acceptable practices in the 70s aren't acceptable now. But I think it's kind of wrong to hold somebody up to the moralities of two different societies with that big of a gap and just a, that big of a lifestyle. You know, like yeah. just drastically different, and the things that were okay then were okay it's then. Not a, it but was it's okay not okay then. now. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm not victim blaming, and I'm, no. I want to be clear that women should be. I don't. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna believe that women should be believed. Everything should be questioned. Just yeah. because of your sex, you need to come to receive some documents and verify your story. Now, exactly. all women should be heard, listened to, but they all shouldn't be believed. So whoever started that, women should be believed stuff, they full of shit. No, they should be heard completely out, listened to, and then facts should be gathered and documented, and then you go from there. But you know, like I said, right. women should be believed. No, no. No, women lie, that- men lie, everybody lie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because and then because and then you got so many stories of like guys getting in trouble for rape that they didn't even do, and it cost them their like their lives. Like those college athletes and stuff come out the college athletes. They don't. They miss out on draft. Miss out on a multi-million dollar NFL career. Then years later, the girl come out saying she lied about the whole thing, and yes. she don't get no time in jail, and he's just done. Nothing. She got a slap on the wrist. That was it. But him. He has to start from ground zero to work to work his way up back to the top again, and it's just it's not fair <laughs> at all. <laughs> um, I remember one time personally in Korea, a guy was at a party in Korea. He made out with this girl. We was all in the army, by the way. He made out with this girl. They making out heavy. Everybody seeing them making out. You know, so she kissing all on him. She drags him off later. I guess takes them back to her room. They get it in. The next morning, he's at the CQ desk, which is the desk we have down in the barracks at the bottom where we have somebody there on duty to make sure who's coming in and outside the building. So he's down there talking with the guys and he's telling his story. She comes from around the corner and she overhears him telling the guys how he beat that up or whatever. She gets offended, and just like that, he raped her. Right. He reported it as rape, and it had to get investigated as rape. Um, another case, this happened where a girl was all over a guy. They were all over each other. And the next day, she felt guilty about it because she had a fiancé. And because she'd been drinking and he'd been drinking, her friend convinced her to report it as rape even though they clearly had both been drinking. And that's right. one of those things that you've been drinking, she been drinking. In the Army, it's one of those, 
who's gonna report first? You know? <laughs> and it's like nah, that's true. So these guys get investigated. Even if you get investigated and it comes off as unfounded, your reputation still ruined. Cause it's always gonna be in the back of people's head, like, that nigga did it. Right. He <laughs> 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 a coochie burglar. Not the hamburger, the coochie burglar. <laughs> 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 oh man. Oh man. What's that song Mystical had? The Pussy Crook. Mystical had a song called The Pussy Crook, I think. Really? You know, I gotta hear that again. He said, Dick, don't fail me now. I knocked the pussy lining out. Girl, you know I'm off the hook. They call me the pussy crook. I think think the hook went something like that. I don't know what the song called Pussy Crook, but I'm positive that was the hook. Which is ironic. Cause that nigga done caught two rape cases, so he Man. might was he might was telling the truth. <laughs> that nigga might be a pussy crook. <laughs> like I say, um, the streams of what's getting called harassment assault is really getting out of hand. I mean, I, it was a case recently I saw where the lady said the guy looked at her and made a guttural noise. I guess like go to a noise, people are like, whatever. And she said that being so uncomfortable and she felt harassed and what? Like, it's like these days you can barely flirt. Like, right. if you wink at somebody, you might make them uncomfortable and they can file a complaint against you. You know, because right. you that's all it takes now, by the way, is making somebody uncomfortable in a sexual kind of way and you're, you under investigation. It's like, so... I mean, I, I don't understand how dudes gonna shoot their shot, what they gonna do, you know? <laughs> I just don't know. You in college at a university, you can't flirt, you can't shoot your shot. I mean, do you have to be straightforward? Listen, excuse me. <laughs> I have interest in you. I like you. I'm attracted to you as a man is attracted to a woman. If you gave me the opportunity, I would like to have sexual intercourse with you. Under the girl's consent, of course. No time at any time would I touch or go anywhere within two feet of you without your explicit consent. Matter of fact, ma'am, I have a contract right here. I mean, is this what <laughs> hollering or sign sealed delivered? I'm gonna have to turn to. I mean, that's what it's looking at. Like, I mean, because that's why Dave Chappelle, my favorite comedian, he had that skit. Well, well before his time about the consent form <laughs> where he had the lady sign the consent form to uh, before they had sex or whatever. So he tried to like squeeze <laughs> anal in there. He's like, anal? She's like, mm. He's like, shit. You know? <laughs> he tried to, <laughs> try to squeeze anal in the contract, you know? Motherfucker gotta get consent forms. You know, you gotta yeah. have cameras. Look into the camera. Are you on the, are you on the influence? Are you on the influence? Do you consent to this? <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> Give me some blood, motherfucker. You know, <laughs> slash your thumb and put the blood on the shit. I just don't fucking know anymore, man. Don't forget to check us out live streaming every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central Time on YouTube. Opinion us on Avis Bros. And follow us on Instagram at OOSAB underscore podcast underscore for more updates on our content. Now back to the scheduled show.
Nah, it's, you definitely have, with, with these days and like with the times and stuff, you definitely have to be careful like who you have sex with. Like, the whole you know, situation, the whole setup. Who the whole setup, everything. You gotta be careful who you flirt with, who you talk to, how you let them know that you have interests. Exactly. You got, you gotta be real. Is, it's counterproductive because girls holler about they don't like no timid dudes. Yeah. They don't want you coming at the timid like, uh, excuse me, miss. Uh, I was kind of wondering, um, uh, you know, is there any way, you know, possibly, um, uh, it's like, uh, maybe you could, like, you know, hypothetically give me your number. So, like, it's a weekend yeah, out there, boy. Exactly. <laughs> They're not gonna like that. Cause me, I'm a shy person. Like it's hard for me to be like, hey, you know, can I get your number or you know? Cause it's like, and he falls thin. They're gonna be like, oh, fuck out of here. Exactly. <laughs> so um, I'm just like, they're like, your boy scared. Why your boy acting so scared? You know what I'm saying? Shit. Cause I don't know how you're gonna react, <laughs> or you might like turn me down, or you might. Be like sexual assault. <laughs> so it's like I gotta... while we was in the army, Taurus that used to be on this panel. We had something called a sharp meeting. Me and him was in the army together. We had something called a sharp. It stands for sexual harassment and rape prevention. We had monthly meetings. So we they was giving this class on sexual harassment. So he gets up and says something that pissed all kinds of people off, which I still to this day feel is true. He said, sexual harassment is based on your attractiveness. If the girl attracted to you, it ain't sexual harassment. If you a fugly nigga, you can do the exact same thing as the handsome nigga. And one of y'all gonna get a sexual harassment case, the other one, she gonna tell all the homegirls about. It. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's not the act that makes it sexual harassment. It's if they want you or not. Right. When, if, when in reality, if an act is sexual harassment, that act should be sexual harassment regardless of who the fuck do it. But it's not if Brad Pitt do it. If Brad Pitt was Harvey Weinstein, Brad Pitt would be in jail. <laughs> Harvey no. in jail because he fucking fugly. If Brad was doing <laughs> Harvey activities, Brad would have just bust a lot of motherfuckers down. You know what I'm saying? Nah, they would have been like, I had sex with Brad Pitt. <laughs> it would have been a, I know, right? It would have been all gravy, you know? They, 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 they would have been like, telling all their own girls, you know? But, like I said, people, be careful, man. Yeah. With what you do, who you mess with, how you mess with them. Keep an open mind to this situation. Listen to the alleged victims. Listen to their story. But at the same time, Use your logic, your common sense. Investigate things thoroughly if you're in that position of investigation. If you're just a friend, listen to them openly. But don't go on a wish hunt in their defense unless you put together all the information. Don't let some girl come tell you some story. And you just and believe then you it all. You run to the dude's house and put them in the headlock. Right. You know, because that's what's been, that's what's been happening. Like you know, a girl says something and then it's like automatically, bam, he's guilty. Her brother like, and her nah. cousin's gonna come bust your head. Exactly. You know? Also, ladies, if you're telling these stories and they're not true, then your brother, cousin, or whatever wanna go act crunk, 
you might get your kid folks fucked up. Exactly. Do you want to be responsible for the death of your loved one because you mad at a nigga that, that you had sex with you but then got your cousin number the same night? But you want to holler about he did this and that to you to try to get him back. But your kid folks are going to take it as like some real violation shit and run up on this dude and get his dumb ass smoked. Now you sitting there don't got a cat took out, they gone over some petty shit because you couldn't handle the decisions that you made. You don't involve somebody oh, else into your fuckery. You know? Right. So think about that too. It's irresponsible. Very irresponsible. And I just want to add before we check, um, go to the next segment. No means no. No means no. But make sure you say no. Like no means no. Make sure you say no. Yeah. Uh, make sure you say stop. If you, because if you don't say stop or no, you know, some people would think that you're trying to leave them on when you're not. Or they would think you're just trying to play hard to get. Like, no longer wants to, to look like as soon as you be like, can I have some? Yes. That's not how the game <laughs> works. If I no. stop every time I went to have sex with a girl, and she was kind of like, oh, I'm not sure. And I just completely stopped. I'd be a virgin to this day. You know, most girls want, they even if they want you, they're not going to just spread eagle for your ass at your first attempt. You know, it's all part of the cat and mouse game that they play. She could came over your house specifically to have sex with you. But it's going to be a little cat and mouse game just because she wants you to respect her as a lady. So at, at this point in time, though, you really can't play that cat and mouse game because you don't know what's going on. What if it's not cat and mouse? So it's it's, it's crazy like that. What you, you know what I'm talking about, Mike. You know you? You make your move. Oh, yeah. You kiss on the net. Y'all make it out. She's like, no, I'm not really sure. You know, this is just our third time hanging. And you be like, cool, bet. Y'all start back talking. You wait about five minutes. Then you go in again. You feel me? Now, at that point, <laughs> if she ain't, if she don't like it, she welcome to get up and leave. You know? Right. And at that point, she ain't been like, stop, get the fuck off me, leave me alone. You know? But like I said, if you if you stop when she just be like, oh, I'm not sure, most dudes will still be virgins. And if y'all ladies don't agree with this, excuse me, y'all don't agree with this, y'all pretty much telling me, as soon as a dude make his first move, y'all all on board. If that's the case, I mean, ah, you know, more power to you. But right. I haven't dealt with a lot of people like that in my time, you know? And I, I don't know, man. To each his own, I guess, whatever. You know, like I said, be safe. Be cognizant of what's going on around you. Be aware of your surroundings. Be aware of the situations you're in. And, watch um, what you say. <laughs> watch what you say. And try to use your big head when your little head is trying to take over. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And also for the ladies, Take some personal responsibilities. Yes, no mean no. And at no time should a guy push themselves on you or do anything to you. But at the same time, it's certain situations that it's certain things that's within your control that you can keep yourself away from. Like, I'm not gonna walk down a dark alley with $100 hanging out of my pocket. Cause I know 
that's not safe. I know it's potential I can get robbed. If you don't want to mess with a dude and have no interest or no if you don't want to mess with a dude and have no interest in being intimate with him and he call you to come over past 12 o'clock, don't go. Because you're a grown adult woman, you know what he's about to try. Not saying just because you're there, he's entitled to that, but don't act shocked in the Paul when he go for it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't believe the audacity. <laughs> I said 12 to be right. <laughs> we had 12 to be right. right. The real official booty time call is 10. You come over after 10 p.m., you might get tried. <laughs> I'm just saying. You don't have to do it, but de- like don't the, act shot for the ball. Bill Con- like Bill Cosby, they came over to read some lines. Office hours is 9 to 5, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> after hours, read some lines. Exactly. All, office hours nine to five. Anything you got to five is is it's on bang bang time. Bang bang. <laughs> bang bang bang. I was Go bang bang bang. You better run. You speed. Nigga. Pops. Rest in peace, Pops. Pops. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Don't forget to check us out live streaming on YouTube every Thursday at 8 p.m. Central Time. Just type in opinion of some average bros and we'll come up. Also, follow us on Instagram at OOSAB underscore podcast underscore. Say again, OOSAB underscore podcast underscore. All right, back to the show. All right, people. Okay. Um, we're going to get into this next segment of Mary Smash Ghost. Basically, if y'all haven't seen this segment, you pretty much pick three celebrities in a certain category, and we decide which ones you're gonna marry, smash, or completely fucking ghost. In this um episode, we're doing the MILF edition, where we pick in some ladies with a little seasoning on them, some grown ass women, but they still got it of a certain age, but still a certain level of sexiness. And we're gonna see which ones you're gonna marry, smash, or ghost. Um, the ladies that we picked today are Lisa Bonet, Halle Berry, and last but not least, Lisa Ray. All right, you up, Big Mike? Okay, so I'm gonna have to ghost. This is gonna be kind of hard. Oh. It's, it's not really hard at all. I'm gonna have to go to uh, Holly Berry. She's pretty. She has nice skin. Uh, nothing wrong. It's just I don't know. It's just, like I keep on saying, and I'm gonna keep continue saying, it's a preference. <laughs> I just she's just almost like she's like she's just too. Not saying that she. She's too good, but like, you know, she just, she seems like she's too nice. Or she's just, she's too proper for me. She's not, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, but she's she's definitely, I mean, I would smash once or so, but. but yeah, I, would def- I, would def- I would definitely have to hit that, for sure. 
Um, once. <laughs> but I, I mean, I, but I'm definitely... It'll be illegal not to. <laughs> right. Definitely. But uh, I'm going to have to go Holly. Uh, I'm smashing Lisa the man. Cause she got this wild thing going on. Yeah, she's just like she seems like she's just like wild, crazy, outgoing. Just you know, she's about that life. Like you can't tell her nothing, <laughs> and that that attracts me. So I'm gonna have to go with, especially during the Cosby era. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was like, damn. Even though I wasn't really alive around that time, but watching the reruns and stuff, I'm just like, damn. And then even now, I mean, up to like present day, you know, yeah, definitely. But uh, last but not least, I'm going to have to marry Lisa Ray. (laughs) Because I felt like every show, every movie she's done, she just looked good. She shows her body. Her skin is good. She has that that bad, like, she knows she's bad. Like, can't fuck with her. She give you an attitude. And, like I said, she just seems like, she, even though she seems like she, she's mean all the time, she's a freak in the sheets. <laughs> I definitely see that. Um... I think I'm going to marry Lisa Ray. I'm gonna start off with Mary. I'm gonna marry Lisa Ray because she just seems like she's a realist. She seems like she's wrong. Her personality come off as I'm not acting like a diva. I'm not front for the press. I'm not front for the camera. You know, she still yeah, she's not carry her carry herself like a lady but at the same time she seemed like she could carry right. herself like a ride and die with that bullshit. <laughs> exactly you know right exactly. she'll bust a bitch head for you if it came down to it she gonna check the mother if y'all let a restaurant and your change ain't right she gonna get every penny of that shit back you know what I'm saying yeah. <laughs> you feel me <laughs> if you be like my steak not cooked right she not gonna let you eat that shit Mm-mm. No, no. She, she gonna make she gonna make you she she gonna make you eat that shit right. Like no, nigga. Oh no, baby, it's okay. I'm just gonna yeah. go ahead and eat it. No, no. <laughs> hey, just get over here. My man's steak ain't right. Y'all need to get this shit right. He said medium rare, whatever. Blah blah blah. She on that shit. You know what I'm saying? With no hesitation. No hesitation, ASAP. <laughs> no good shit. She's gonna do it, but she's still gonna do it with a certain level of class. But like I oh, said, yes. she, she seems like that blend of like class, but yeah, realness that might be necessary and, and good in a lot of situations and the kind of shit you want in your life. Somebody that's pretty, classy, but yet um, relatable. Real. You know what I'm relatable, yeah. Like she could be, she knows when to be classy, and she also knows when to be real as well. Exactly. And that's the perfect combination in a exactly. woman. Exactly. Somebody that don't take themselves too serious and feel like they exactly. always have to be the perfect princess in every situation and shit. 
I'll smash Lisa Bonet because she got this wild bohemian thing going on. You feel me? She like, you'll come over to smash. She got incense playing and, you know, a waterfall inside the bedroom and all kinds of lights and beats and shit in that motherfucker. And she's sitting in the bed naked with her legs crossed with leaves on her nipples and shit looking like Eve. You know, <laughs> she's just about to get some wild, hippie ass, <laughs> barefoot, freaky sex <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My only problem about her though is that since she all like bohemian and kind of hippie-ish, she always look oily. She always look kind of oily. She she strikes me as like she might not wear deodorant <laughs> because she's so natural and hippie-ish, like earth. I don't know if she's like one of those vegan hippie fucking naturalist type people. I'm not sure, but the way she dressed and looks. She might have that, and I know those people don't fuck with a lot of products, but right. if that's not the case, I'm gonna find out one way or another. She gets mad, so. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Nah. Nah, I feel like she does use the order, but it's just, she's very natural, like you said. Yeah, she got that little bohemian kind of, I don't know, man. I see homeless people in New Orleans that kind of look just like she be looking sometimes. <laughs> With the dress and the loose-ass garments and stuff, you know? I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. Because we got some that of the... Uh, armpit hair and shit. Right. <laughs> we, got, we got a small percentage of those here. Yeah, yeah, they be up in Deep Ellen. <laughs> Walking around looking crazy. And, um... I have the ghost Halle Berry. She's gorgeous. I used to have a crush on her growing up, coming up and stuff, watching movies like Boomerang, old movies, Boomerang and all that. You know, she started the little short haircut style, you know. If you had your hair cut short, you know, they shit was called a Halle Berry and shit, you know. Or she got the Halle Berry yeah. style and all that, you know, the little shortcut. Her, yeah. she started that then Tony Braxton had got it. She another milk that should have been on here, but we, we say that you know another another episode. We have to get back to this topic. Yeah. Tony Braxton, she, she got she got that juice. But, oh, she but I had to I had to go Halle Berry. Halle, yes, I Halle Berry. Because um, she can't keep a man. Fine and as pretty as she is, she can't keep a man. These cats be. She, I think she dated Wesley Snipes, David Justice, a whole bunch of people, and they always end on some crazy shit. She had at least one. She's been married at least twice. I know she got kids from two different dudes. And it always be some stuff where they got to get out of there. Right. To quote Uncle Ruckus off Boondocks, like I said earlier, <laughs> if a girl is that fine, that hot, is single, she nuttier than squirrel shit. And that's what I really believe. If you find that fine, that hot, and nobody don't want to be with you, you nuttier than fucking squirrel shit. Something oh. is wrong with you. Not saying these men don't do nothing wrong, but every dude you fuck with, some bullshit happened. At some point, you gotta start using some math. And looking at what they call in math, the common denominator. You know? 
So for all y'all ladies out there that be like, all I need is fuck boys, and they do this, that, that, and another, at some point, you might have to start looking at the common denominator. And that, my dear, is you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. In the Halle Berry case, that's her. And I think that she might have some personality flaws and traits. And she might be like, like, like Mike said, too fancy, too devilish, too demanding, because she's Halle Berry and people been jocking her for years. She's been that long in the game. Sure. So she might be on some bullshit. And the dude's like, yeah, you Halle Berry, but you still my wife. So we're gonna have a certain relationship. I don't care who you are to the world. To me, you just Halle. And she might not be able to handle that. Or it could be some other craziness. But whatever it is, when you that fine and can't hold no man down, no man, when you fuck with niggas from all different races, can't be like the black man, niggas like the white man. She don't have it all. She with European white man, you know, not even American white man. So it's like, you might be the problem, boo boo. <laughs> you might be the motherfucker. Oh, yeah, definitely. So because of that, definitely. She good as fucking ghosted. Oh, but I'll smash though. Let me. <laughs> oh yeah. I had to smash. <laughs> I'd be like Billy Bob throwing the monster balls, nigga. She'd be like, "Make me feel uh, good. Make me feel good." <laughs> last but not least, <laughs> we about to get into our last segment, which is called Random Bro Stories. But each one of us, there's only two of us here now, so yeah, shouldn't take that long. Y'all can get back to y'all Netflix, whatever that y'all fucking with. Even though you know you like this shit. If you're watching it still right now, that means you like this shit. So we're gonna get into our last little stories. And it's random bro stories. We each tell a story, be it funny, serious, you know, whatever. As long as it's entertaining, we tell a story. And um, you know, that's what we do. So check it out. Who you got it, Mike? What's up? Yeah, I got one story. Uh <laughs> it's it's not serious. Uh, it's, it's actually kind of funny. It's actually really funny. So, um, I used to live in Rolette, Texas. And uh, one of my good friends, like, I had a, a lot of friends that lived in that neighborhood, but one of my closest friends, they were brothers. And uh, we used to always hang out. So, our neighborhood was known for like, you know, just kids running around. Uh, every once in a while, you might see like a loose dog or something just running or, you know. But there was always this black cat. Like, I mean, like, <laughs> this cat was just always in the neighborhood. And uh, it chased us one day. For no reason. <laughs> so, this black cat, I don't know, I, I think it might, I don't think it had rabies. <laughs> or I don't know what the deal was, but it's like, I see these little niggas, I'm about to chase them. <laughs> and so, <laughs> what, you know, one day, it was uh, on site, one, huh? on site, it was on site. I was like, but come to find out, it, it chased their sister one time, but she's trying to catch the bus. But, so one day, like, I went over to their house, 
and like you know I, we had scooters or bikes at the time uh i think we had bikes no it was bikes we were on so i went over there it was like a saturday morning routine i always go over to their house and uh this one specific this one specific saturday we're like let's go to the donut shop so there was a donut shop once you leave our neighborhood it was kind of like a light down from our neighborhood so i went i got over to the house and as soon as we're leaving the house you know we're just riding in the, on the street we see this black you see the black cat so the cat it sees us it starts creeping <laughs> you know just creeping like like slowly and then all of a sudden it starts picking us feet and so you know we 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 start pedaling really fast like fast fast and we like get out of the neighborhood make our way across the street and then went down like a couple of couple of i would say a couple of feet and then we're at the donut shop you know and we were just like terrified because you know this cat like just chased us out the blue like we're just chilling you know when you see cats like they run away from you i know this cat was like this cat was like nah today today that cat saw it's National so like, Geographic. He saw National Geographic one day and got confused on what the fuck he was. You know, I'm big cat motherfucker. We big catting up in here. You know what I'm saying? King of the motherfucking oh, yeah. jungle up in his business. Huh? No, he was the Tiger King or something. You know what I'm saying? It's right. <laughs> and so, like, you know, the cat chased us out of the neighborhood. And, you know, as soon as we got across the street, it was just standing there just looking at us, like, just kind of walking around, just <laughs> waiting for us to come back. Hey, and hey. then it went back into- <laughs> I'll wait for you at the dome. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, just like, you know? And so, <laughs> so we got our donuts and like, actually, you know, we wanted Colossians. So that's what we we're really going for. But I think we ended up getting some donuts too. So we, uh, we got our stuff and, you know, we started heading back. And so, as soon as we get back, you know, we, we didn't we didn't see the cat. We thought the cat was gone. Tell me why we see this cat creep out like this. <laughs> like, it had like, a, it creeped out like, and then it just started booking the children. And we're like, ah, oh, shit. Hey, he's so hunting y'all black ass. Oh yeah, it was, he was hunting us. I think that, like was a, that was a racist cat. That was a nigga hating cat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was an Uncle Ruckus cat. <laughs> I know, right? He's like, I can't stand niggas. <laughs> like, oh, say these little niggas all around. <laughs> Call their little nigga eyes out. <laughs> like, nigga, nigga. Nigga, nigga. Nah. Nah, so, like, we, we, we're, we're, we're pedaling fast. And at his house, at their house, like the way their house was they had a bunch of steps to their house you know and so we had to like hurry up we didn't even go through that like through the steps we went like on the grass on the side of the house and they got up and then you know they didn't have the key so their older sister was like uh they, they had two sisters but their oldest the oldest one she had just came from nigeria at the time and so like i guess she was like i think she was taking a shower and so she heard us banging on the door, ringing the doorbell. So she hurried up and came. She's like, 
you know, like, why y'all running, like, why y'all banging on the door like that? Like, you know, and then we were like, we're getting chased by them, like, this cat over here. And so she was like, <laughs> in, her, in her Nigerian voice, she was just like, <laughs> you people are afraid of cats. <laughs> <laughs> and like, like, we're just like, yeah. <laughs> And she was just laughing. She was making fun of us, like, the whole time. Like, she was just laughing at us, you know. And we were just like, yeah. And then, like, so we were just chilling, eating our donuts, playing video games or whatever. And so we decided to go to my house. <laughs> so I live, like, oh, there's, it's the same neighborhood, but, like, I want to say it was like a couple of streets down, but our our neighborhood had a bunch of curves and stuff, like you know, just a bunch of streets that like intersect with each other. So we're like, okay, let's go to my let's go to our house, like my house or whatever. And so as soon as we opened the door, that cat was waiting for us. <laughs> and we had to go. Like nothing. It was waiting like, Hurray! and so my friend slammed the door like really fast. And so we were like, Fuck, how are we gonna get to my house? How, how the fuck are we gonna leave the house to get to my house? And so my friend, he got brave. He was like, all right. So he was like, y'all two go through like the garage. And so we went through the garage and like, he was like, I'm a distracted cat. And so like, <laughs> Why do y'all just keep the cat, man? Y'all just... Well, no, I'm going to get to this point. So, me and his brother are waiting in the alley, right? Keep in mind, this is what he told us. As we were waiting in the alley, he went through the front with the broomstick, right? <laughs> or like a stick or something. And the cat was there. <laughs> and so, like, he was like, all right, fuck this. And the cat was like, 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 so he was hitting the cat with the broom. And the cat was eating the hits like. Oh shit. That cat was on meth, nigga. That meth head cat. It was on something because, like, he said, like, the way he was explaining it, he was like, fuck you. Like, as a matter of fact, this nigga had a broom. He was hitting it. And the cat was not bucking down, so he said, oh, fuck. He threw the broom at the cat, and then he, like, he took his bike and was, like, pushing it, pushing it. And then all of a sudden, we hear, we see him, he goes, run, run! He pushes his bike <laughs> to go stride it, and then jumps on it. And then we take off as fast as we can to my house, and that was the last time we saw that cat. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was uh, that was my story. <laughs> That's crazy. That was a man. crazy hey, Racist cat, nigga. No, my he want no Nigerians <laughs> in the neighborhood. <laughs> He's like, what type of what type of black are y'all? <laughs> what type of nigga? What type of niggas is this? <laughs> <laughs> what type of niggas is this? You niggas. <laughs> why, why, why we made the cat sound like last black? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> These beach niggas in my neighborhood. This, this is my set, niggas. You can't be here. <laughs> I gotta show you who's boss. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Um, that's that's crazy, man. My story. Um, 
It's another story back in my army days. I had this particular homeboy, cool dude, used to fuss with him, talk to him, hang all the time. You know, he liked to party, go out, you know. Anybody that know me, know I like to party and go out, whatever. You know, sometimes me and this guy used to go to the same spots, the same clubs. We used to, you know, text each other, link up, and go do what we do. Uh, so this story I'm going to tell you happened multiple times, you know. <laughs> so this guy pretty much used to, like, you know, every city has a gay district. Every city's had gay clubs. El Paso, I was in El Paso at the time. They had this one particular club, don't remember the name. But it was known for being a gay club, gay bar. So, you know, he'd be like, hey, man, what y'all doing tonight? I don't even know, man. Probably going out, you know what I'm saying? I don't know where. Hey, man, we should go to such and such. And he named this, this gay bar. I'm like, hey, ain't that the gay spot? Yeah, man, but yeah, but you know, the music be banging, man. <laughs> the music be tight. It's like mad girls in there, you know what I'm saying? And like, man, I be in there winning, man. I be in there bagging them, you know, and, and this, that, and another. I'm like, nah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Like I say, you know, whatever your lifestyle is, whatever your choice, and you know what I'm saying, don't call me homophobic or whatever, but you know, no, I, yeah, trying, I, I don't know if I'm down for all that. It's like, yeah, maybe a bunch of girls in there, the music be, you know? So, and like every, all the time, man, this shit used to come up, like, him fucking like, you know, that, that, that gay club, that gay bar. I'm like, what right. the fuck, man? You know, and, and then, he, you know, so another dude told me, he hit him with the same shit. I'm like, man, he really trying to get a nigga in this shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like I said, this is my nigga, we cool. So one night, he like, yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? I'm about to go to this spot, man. Um. I know you ain't trying to do nothing, man, but I mean two girls up there, and I, I just need you to wean man me, and uh, you know, that small talk with the other one, man, why I try to bad this shit. You know, she buy whatever, that's why she go to that bar. I'm like, you know what, man, you said the music was good, as long as the music good and the drinks cheap, I sit up in there with you for an hour and something before I go to the spot I want to go to. You know, cause you know, when it's your niggas and shit, sometimes you gotta do a little something for them, man, and expect you know they'll do something for you in return. When our eyes watering, man, I don't even know why. I think I had something on my hand or some shit, and I wiped my eyes now. Something in them. Anyway, um, so I go to the little gay bar, gay club, and he right. The music was jumping, but that don't surprise me. Everybody know gay people likes to jam. They like to dance. They gonna have some banging ass music because they love to have a good fucking time. So the music was bumping. I'm not gonna fucking lie. So he wasn't lying about that. But still though, good music ain't a, a, alone enough. Good music alone ain't enough for me to go to a certain type of spot. So again, I wanna add that him being a freaking visitor of that spot always was suspect to us. You know? We had a theory about this dude that He'll let a tranny suck his dick if nobody can find out about it. That was our theory about this nigga. <laughs> you know 
And again, if you like Channing sucking your dick, more power to you. Well, for this story, I'm just saying that we thought that if that nigga could keep it on the low, he'll let a Channing suck his dick. That was our theory on him because he liked to freak with this fucking establishment. You know what I'm saying? It was very suspicious that this was his place of business quite regularly. And I think he was trying to get us to go that with him, really to make it okay with himself. To get some of the homies to go, then you won't feel as guilty about it when you do it, you know? Kind of like bringing some niggas in with your dirt. Right. Uh, anyway, so I'm in that room one night, trying to be a team player. So I go to the bar. I'm finna get a beer. I you know, we had a couple of drinks, some small talking. Shit going well. I see tall ass niggas in dresses. I see a lot of butch ass, a lot of butch females, you know, lesbians. Um, I see some some gay guys. Like I said, a couple of trannies. You know, I'm I'm not completely comfortable in that environment as, as, as a heterosexual man. It is what it is. That's my choice, my preference. I'm just not, I'm not completely comfortable in that environment. Um, you know, whatever. You can call it homophobia, whatever, right? What You can call it homophobia, whatever you like. But if you're a white person, are you going to be comfortable in the middle of Oak Cliff? If you're a black person, are you going to be comfortable in the Ku Klux Klan meeting? I just want comfortable in an environment with people that's utterly different from me and have different life, life views, belief systems, and all that kind of stuff. One my environment. Whatever. Um, so I fucking I go to get a beer. I go to get a beer. I was like, uh, so I'm looking at the beer taps. He like, I'm like trying to see what he has. Cause all the beer on tap. And um I see one of the little beer things got like <laughs> fucking rainbow design on it and shit. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, it's like that up in here or whatever. So I'm sitting there waiting, you know, I'm finna order my beer. And then a dude slides right next up there to me like, I'll buy whatever he's getting. I'll pay for whatever he's getting. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> 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 this nigga's trying to get my butt. You know what I'm saying? I ain't taking that drink, you know? So I'm like, oh, at that point, I was like, it, it's time to go. Time to go. I say, it's okay, sir. I'll buy my own drink. <laughs> I fucking um, paid for my drink. Went back to my homeboy. I was like, hey, I'm going to finish this drink because I ain't going to waste my drink. And I'm fucking out of here. You know what I'm saying? But hey, man, what's going on? What happened? What happened? Like, yo, this dude just tried to buy my motherfucking drink, man. That nigga trying to seduce me. I know what that mean, you know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When a dude buy me a drink in the club, that he means something. He's trying to get So what's up? He wants to ruin that butt. <laughs> he wants to ruin my butt, man. He's trying to get in there. That's his play, you know? He's trying to work his game, you know? A dude slide up on the girl and say, hey, mama, what you drinking? He's trying to seduce her. Yeah. Trying to seduce me. I got the fuck out of there. I ain't never drunk a drink so fast in my goddamn life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I double that shit down. I took a, a drink like a shot. Got the fuck out of there. And of course, with this particular guy, that club came up several times, whatever. And I didn't go. And like I said, he talked to other people about this place. And to this day, 
I don't know what that shit was all about, man. Um, <laughs> y'all want these to comments or something and maybe help me out? Like, what do y'all think about a dude that prefers to frequent gay clubs? That's his spot. And he want to say because the music's so good. Which I also, I don't know. What y'all think about it? That, Mike, what you think about that? That was your home. Oh, uh, like, straight off the bat, like, first, first thing, uh, I don't have nothing against gay people at all. If everybody, everybody has a preference. Everybody loves who they love, and you know, and that's if that's what you want to do, like, that's 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 cool, you know. But me, I'm a heterosexual, like. So if one of my friends was, like, you know, like if he wasn't if he wasn't known for for that, and he's just like always trying to go to like an establishment like that, that I'm gonna suspect something, you know. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. just, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just be like, is there something you want to tell us? <laughs> I know, <laughs> like, right? Because if, if you are, like, it's like you ain't gonna, like, it's, it's, it's cool, man. Like, you know, just let us know something, you know. <laughs> that's what you we should have asked him, like, bro. If that's your type of party, man, it is what it is. But so I'm trying yeah. to like hype, so I'm trying to hype it up. Like you go there because it's the best party option in the city. Right. That's right. what that's just what the problem up. was. He tried to hype it up like it was just the best party option in the city. It was like yep. if you go anywhere else, you going somewhere lame. Cause this is the fucking this is where it's jumping. Best music, cheaper jeans, prettiest girls. See, that was his problem. He should have just came out and straight up said, like, yo, I'm I'm by or I'm or I'm I'm, I, I'm, I'm a, I go one way, you know, or I'm this, you know. It was, it was but, definitely, if he was anything, this nigga was bi. Cause he like women. He's bi. But yeah, I, so like that's I, say, I don't think he'll turn down the blowjob no matter who it come from. He just was suspicious to <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> he's one of those guys, man. He'll take anything in the dark alley. Anything in the dark alley is game, you know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, look left, look right, look up. Be like, they do this. You know, he just strike me as that type of motherfucker, man. You know. Uh, yeah, that's that, that. That's definitely suspect. Are you still friends with this dude to this day? No, no. We fell off not because we had any kind of beef. We just had. No, but I got out the army. He stayed in, went several ways, whatnot. He deleted all his social media for professional reasons because of his job. And, um, you know, it is what it is, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, Yeah. man, that's that's my random story, man. She was crazy, man. Uh, At this time, you know, what's up? No, I said no, I agree, like, that's that's, that's crazy. That's that's one for the books. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this shit came up quite often, not just with me, but Sam, because we, oh, yeah. we knew a lot of the same people. So they used to come to me like, such and such, man, actually trying to get you to go to this particular spot. I'm like, yeah, then we just all talking about it. Then it was like that, you know? So, so maybe that was his way trying to tell y'all something. It's, it's very possible. It's very <laughs> possible, man. Because that place was weird. It was, it was some pretty girls there. 
you don't know you didn't know what they want but it was some pretty girls there right. uh, it also was a lot of really gay guys and it was it was some straight cross-dressing transsexual type people and I'm just saying you can go to a lot if you're looking for pretty girls you can go you don't you shouldn't have to go to that place the yeah, yeah right you feel me? Right. Those girls want to be prettier than the other girls to where you should go there instead of the other places. Right. The difference wasn't right. that huge. The music was banging, but it wasn't that huge as of a difference either. Unless that environment had other fucking things that entice you. That's all I'm saying. You know, I'm not finna go to some redneck club where it looked like the clan in that bitch because I like country music. You know what I'm saying? I'm just in a weird, uncomfortable environment because I like the music that's banging. Oh, this shit banging. So I'm gonna go to the Hunky Tongue Lounge and shit. Everybody looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm not gonna go somewhere that doesn't fit my level of comfort and my lifestyle just because the music's good. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what I'm saying. No. Like I like some I like some some rock. And I'm not gonna go to a rock no, bar no. with a with a weird environment. You know, with a weird anti-black environment just because the music banging. Uh, no, I, I, I have been to... I'm the only nigga in there. I, I have been to some places where it's it's just, you know, like a country type establishment and they did show great hospitality. Like, they're a nice, friendly, you know. But I see what you're saying. <laughs> you go, you go... You want to go where everybody knows your name. <laughs> yeah. And I think everybody knew that nigga name in that club, nigga. Because he was a regular. <laughs> <laughs> he was a regular. All right, everybody. Thanks for uh, tuning in with our audio podcast. Uh, if you want, you can uh, check out our Instagram. It's at OOSAB underscore podcast underscore. Also, on YouTube, we go live every Thursday at 8 p.m. You can watch that content as well. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Catch you later.